Hello, pro wrestling fans. Welcome to another week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling, it's not only tolerated, no, 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 it's celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. Hold on a second. Is this for MJF? I'm not narrating for this asshole. After all that we've been through, are you kidding me? How much is he paying? Okay. 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 That was great, by the way. That was so fun. But I was really swerved. I was like, holy shit, here comes a trailer for season four of Dor- so, Dark Side of the yeah, Ring. because they had the logo and everything. Perfect. Those guys had to get a check, right? Absolutely. Something like that. Well, as we sit down, it is episode 112. And we have a very special treat for you in store later on in the show. Oh, hell yeah. We sat down with our Wisconsin's own, our friend, uh, Dylan Postle, a.k.a. Swoggle. He sat down and was kind enough to give us about 30 minutes of his time. We got a big Water City Wrestling Con coming up this weekend in the city of Oshkosh. Tons of uh, big names. ACW. ACW. Yeah, tons of names coming through there. It's the biggest show in the state. Uh, all year, hands, hands down. down. So we're going to talk about all things ACW later on in the show. Uh, but as we sit down at the table to record this thing, it is May 18th, 2022. And on this day in pro wrestling history, 1967 in Amarillo, Texas, AWA tag team champions, Larry, the Axe Henning and Harley Race beat Nick Kozak and Ricky Romero, not Rocky Romero, in a best two out of three falls match. And also Dory Funk Sr. went to a no decision with Thunderbolt Patterson in an Australian rules match. You ever hear that? I haven't. I also want to know who uh, Thunderbolt Patterson is. I know, right? Related uh, pattern? I don't know. I don't know. Um, an Australian rules match is three 10 minute rounds. So to ma- imagine going to draw, it's basically a 30 minute draw, right? Iron Man match almost. Yeah. Go. 1992 WWF taped its 300th episode of wrestling challenge. Uh, that show debuted in 1986, just one day after WWF superstars was launched. So superstars on Saturday morning challenge on Sunday, I guess. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, how far they, they, like, do you remember when we used to just watch, you know, superstars? Mania. And yes. And it was always the jobber. Oh, well, this is, yeah, it's, it's, you know, both of these shows, kind of the same thing. Uh, recapped recent events, showed squash matches, and then promote upcoming house shows and TV tapings. Yeah. It's all it was there for. I, you know, even at the beginning of, of Monday Night Raw, like, you're, just happy to see two superstars go against each other. Yeah, you it's would get so fun. You would get that at the end. It was like the main <laughs> yes. event would be like the first one, Undertaker versus Damian Demento. Yes. Okay. But other than that, until WCW comes around and you actually have to try, yes. it was just superstar versus enhancement talent. And what was the classic phrase that the WWF would use? Um, you know, this guy is in action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Up next, Marty Jannetty in, in action. action. You're like, right. holy shit. I'm going to stick around for this. Yeah. To see him beat Skip fucking who gives a fuck. Yeah. You know? Slamming, jamming Joe Jackoff. <laughs> Shout out to Maddie McCarthy. <laughs> 1997, WCW held its Slamboree pay per view from the Independence Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Uh, some results from the show. Steven Regal defeated Ultimo Dragon by submission to win oh, the yeah. television championship. And Steve McMichael defeated Reggie White in a match, just straight up singles match. Mongo? Mongo versus oh, Reggie White. Dude, I'm like I started tearing up today. Yeah. He's not doing well. It's not I yeah, I saw Alzheimer's like, or whatever saw, or dementia. A Twitter with him. And it's I it must have been with a family member and stuff, and I was like, Oh shit, dude. Cause he was a big dude. Fuck yeah. And I yeah, he like literally in the bed in the house uh in the house with the family members and like, just love you, Stevie and stuff. And I'm like, Oh shit, that's him. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no. So get your shit in kids. Cause life is short. Yeah, absolutely. Also Kevin green, Rick flair and Roddy Piper defeated the NWO hall mm-hmm. Nash and six. Yeah, I could see that. 2003 WWE presented judgment day. Also from Charlotte, North Carolina. A couple results from that one. Eddie Guerrero and Yoshihiro Tajiri won the WWE Tag Team Championship by defeating Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. World's greatest tag team. In a ladder match. That probably was um, fun. Also, oh, wait. Got to stop you right there. Yeah. In that match, Tajiri does that cool-ass like uh, handstand into the ropes and then comes back and elbows some like, yeah yeah that, that's like his, his move set yeah they're they're uh the world's greatest tag team or whatever are climbing up the ladder he goes under the fucking ladder does a uh a hand yeah stand spring handspring off the fucking rope and then into comes the ladder back and elbow back elbows the ladder and they both fall that's classic isn't that awesome that's a great spot yeah. i just saw that today it must be i love it when they're like well, we have a ladder to work with let's work it into the match like it doesn't that's it's cool. one of the coolest yeah it's cool spots also christian won a battle royal to win the intercontinental champ uh championship it was like a mini battle royal that featured just Former Intercontinental Champions. I like that. It was like eight or ten guys or whatever. Um, and Mr. America defeated Roddy Piper and Kevin Nash successfully defended his World Heavyweight Championship against Triple H. Mr. America being Hulk Hogan underneath the mask. What? What? <laughs> Tell me. What? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 2004. At a SmackDown taping in Las Vegas, Nevada. And this is 2004. Chavo Guerrero Sr., wrestling as Chavo Classic, defeated his son, Chavo Guerrero Jr., and Spike Dudley in a triple threat match to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. What? Uh, that's going to be awkward at the next family dinner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 100%. Boy, I taught you. <laughs> 2005, tough day at TNA. Diamond Dallas Page was released, um, conflicting reports as to why, and Jeff Hardy was suspended after showing up several hours late to hard justice. Um, he was replaced by Sean Waltman, I guess, in the main event. You know things are going bad. Sean Waltman is more uh, over in the, this over. time. No, but in this time, he's more responsible than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're fucked up, Jeff. Wait, over Jeff, though? Like, mm. I don't know. 2007 WWE releases Shelly Martinez, Nick Mitchell, Scotty Tuhati, and developmental talent Angel Williams, who went on to be Angelina Love, 
And the release occurred in the same week as she debuted on TV for OVW. Kind of strange timing there. Interesting. 2008, WWE presented Judgment Day once again from the Quest Center in Omaha, Nebraska. Couple results from that one. John Morrison defeated, or no, John Morrison and The Miz defeated Kane and CM Punk to retain the WWE Tag Team Championships. That's a weird pairing with... Punk and Kane, yeah. yeah. Uh, and The Undertaker defeated Edge by countout to win the vacant World Heavyweight Championship. Crazy that a World Heavyweight Championship gets won on a countout. Yeah, that's, that's a rarity. Because it was, uh, it was just held up. 2009, a story started circulating that the upcoming May 25th WWE Raw, so this is what, seven days away, it's a week away, um... That that Raw show is going to have some competition, not in the form of any uh, wrestling show. Game four of the NBA playoff series between the Nuggets and the Lakers was also to be held at that same night in the same arena. The oh, Pepsi wait. Center, <laughs> the Pepsi Center in Denver, double booked. Like they didn't have Vince flipped it as like they didn't have faith in their fucking team to make it this far. And WWE had dibs first, signed a contract like months and months in advance. Sorry, pal. And um, the Pepsi Center, yeah, they're double booked. The Nuggets were still alive. Nobody really thought they were going to be there. Eventually, Raw was moved to the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Ironically, they were facing the Lakers in that series. Um, so do you so, think Vince gets like a payoff? Like, well, I looked into it. There had to be compensation. There has to be compensation. 100%. Because he was in interviews in ESPN. He's like, we're sending our trucks there. And uh, <laughs> really? we're going to show up because we have the contract or whatever. Yeah, he was playing hardball. So <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, in 10 days time, how do you sell tickets to the fucking Staples Center? You know, to pack a raw. So I did ask Meltzer. I was like, what, is, what was the... Do you happen to have the attendance figures for the show... This show that got moved to Staples Center or whatever. I tweeted mm-hmm. him. He got back to me real fucking he fast. Did? He did. Because I'm he, sure he's heard this story a million times. But he big-timed me. He's like, I'm sure it's available in the, in the uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter that week or Patreon whatever. I was like, you son something. of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. No, he wants me to subscribe. That's which what I'm saying. Whatever. Um, <laughs> 2015 on WWE Raw from Richmond, Virginia. NXT champion Kevin Owens makes his main roster debut as he answered John Cena's U.S. Championship uh, Open awesome. Challenge. Uh, the match doesn't really take place, however. Kevin Owens attacks Cena, leaves him laying after a pop-up powerbomb, and that sets up a non-title match at the Elimination Chamber. That's right. Where Kevin Owens goes over clean, pins John Cena in the middle of the fucking ring. It was dope. It was awesome. Uh, birthdays. There's two of them. That's all I need. Blue Meanie. Oh, I love the Blue Meanie. What a good dance move. I feel like he's about 50. 49. All right. Very close. Uh, Passed away, but how old would the Superfly Jimmy Snuka have been on this day? Mm. He'd have to be about 78, brother. Oh, man, 79. You're very, very close, these two, Adam. Good job. Close, but no cigar. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right. Well, due to time constraints, this is going to be like a Cliff's Notes version of the Retro Raw Review because we have that interview with Swoggle coming up in a little bit. Uh, but this is the 
May 18th, 1998 edition from the Nashville Arena in, you guessed it, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, to start the show, v, uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon and the Stooges are out first. Vince says that after last week, Stone Cold Steve Austin suffered a mild concussion because of his clothesline. He says that Austin's protect for Austin's protection, he's barred from the arena tonight. And they show a video of him, uh, Austin, that is attempting to get in, which I think is pretty funny. Vince brings out Dude Love, who cuts a promo. And then Vince cuts, calls out Dustin Runnels, who interrupted him a little bit last week. Vince says that he cannot be blamed for all of Dustin's problems. With his dysfunctional family. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's not my fault you have a dysfunctional family. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Vince says that he's given him nothing but opportunity and then offers him another opportunity. A match against Dude Love later on in the show. And if he wins, he's the new number one contender. But there's a catch. If he loses, he has to work for the next month for, for free. free. Then we see Lawler in the parking garage bringing in a guy with a sheet over his head. Supposedly, it's going to be protection from The Undertaker. Match number one, Val Venus, a debuting Val Venus, defeats Two Cold Scorpio with the money shot. And it was a pretty competitive match. I mean, usually you see guys make their debut and it's almost like a squasher. And this match probably lasted like the better part of 10 minutes, to be honest. Back to the parking garage. The uh, the poor son of a bitch that Austin was talking to earlier wants to do thing the hard way. Earlier, Austin's like, we can do it these. I'm going to go drink yep. a couple Steve Weisers. I'm going to come back. We can do it I'm these. I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> I'm going to be a lot drunker when I ask you. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm going to get lubed up. Yeah. When I come up here, we, we'll have this done, right? Oh, this guy gets He's roughed like, up. He's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Austin. Yeah. He's like, what the hell did I tell you? He's like, you think Vince McMahon gives a rat's ass about you? He's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I'm sure he cares about all his employees. <laughs> And Austin fucks him up. Good shit. Austin's in the building, immediately heads to the ring, says he's getting annoyed with Vince, tells him and the Stooges to get out there now to sort it out. And if they don't, he's going to fuck shit up. He's like, I'll break every $50,000 camera you have pointed at me. It's pretty fun. Stone Cold Steve Austin wants a street fight later in the show against all three of those guys. And Vince says it's going to be two on one. But in typical Vince McMahon fashion, he's not going to say who the two guys are. He's going to keep a little bit up his sleeve. I think we knew what he was going to do. Then we see Jerry Lawler's sheet-covered man sitting in the makeup chair. Sable's out to the ring. She calls out Mark Merrill. She wants to end things amicably. She wants to basically get a divorce. Both of them go their separate ways. He pulls out a contract and says that uh, she is his property and then orders her into a corner, into his corner. For match number two, which is Terry Funk, who defeats Mark Merrow thanks to some Sable interference. Yeah. But well, she's just kind of like distracting the ref. Like, Merrow's still doing his shit, hitting the low blow. Absolutely. Yeah, match number three, the DOA defeat the LOD after the bikers once again utilize a little twin magic. Legion of Doom, they're pissed off after this match. They want a six-man tag next week. So we're going to see who their partner is. Skull, eight ball, and chains versus... If they fucking drag the corpse of Ahmed Johnson out one more week, I will be... I don't think we're going to see him again. The LOD at all? Or Ahmed? Ahmed. God, I feel like we've been saying that for two years. I think I get to say it finally. Oh, I love it. And it's done. No Sunny either. No Sunny. They didn't want her out here for this. I, I don't... I'm wondering... She was probably... She probably ran over a dude. 
As the war zone kicks off, Jerry Lawler's heading in the ring with his mystery man, Al Snow. Kind of, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Al Snow made such a cool entrance last week, and then this week I was like, oh, it's Al Snow. Okay. Match number four, we got Dude Love versus Dustin Runnels. Dude wins it easily with that mandible claw, and after the match, we see that the cops have caught up to Stone Cold Steve Austin for roughing up that security guard earlier. See how that pans out. Match number five, Headbangers versus Kai and Tai. That thing ends in a no contest after Bradshaw and Taka Michinoku hit the ring. Oh, yeah, make the save. To stop, yeah. It was a three-on-one mugging from uh, Funaki, Dick Togo, and Teo. While uh, Yamaguchi-san had Tim White distracted for, like, it seemed forever. It was, like, three minutes. Yeah. It's like, Tim, are you going to look around? You hear a lot of shit going on. (laughs) (laughs) Then we see footage from Paul Bearer and Kane. They're at a medical facility where there was some, quote, complicated DNA testing. (laughs) This is a... This is the genesis of of people hearing about DNA testing just a couple years prior. Oh, so you know early. I mean? It's great. Um, they're going to try to prove that uh, Paul Bearer is Kane's father. More on that later. Oh, yeah. Match number six. We got the New Age Outlaws with DX versus The Rock and Owen Hart. And this is for the WWF Tag Team Championships. Huge melee starts it off between both factions. I didn't even think the match was going to happen. Owen's um, biting again. He's biting every week. What's up with him? And is he everybody. really drawing blood? Like, he's always bloody. I don't know if this is like... I like to say there's no fake blood in wrestling usually, but is he biting like a blood capsule? Because he can't be biting a guy's ear every fucking week. Someone has to talk to Owen. He's biting. <laughs> he's biting again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Martha? Owen's Martha, biting again. Like, can you talk to him? <laughs> I don't want to bite him at home. Oh, man. <laughs> I tell him to bite at work. <laughs> the uh, New Age Outlaws, they retain the championships thanks to China distracting referee Jack Doan. Farouk. And Farouk hits the ring, delivers a pile driver to the rock. Beautiful pile driver, by the way. He just, like, bounces off the mat. Yeah, Farouk has a badass pile driver. Fuck yeah. And I just, I miss him. Not Farouk. Power drivers. Oh, yeah. We just saw him last year. This we met year. him. Great. We met him this year. This year, yeah. Great dude. Back in the parking garage now, the cops, they just released Stone Cold Steve Austin after he, quote, apologizes to the security guard. Hey, man, I'm sorry. Let I'm me sorry, out. Sorry, you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. No <laughs> offense. Uh, I'm coming for his asses. Let me out. Then Kevin Kelly's in the ring with a doctor who says that without a doubt, Paul Bearer is in fact... The father of Cain. So those two head to the ring where Paul Bearer says that the Undertaker's mom was nothing more than a two-bit whore. Easy now. Taker just flies down the ramp, pummels Kane and Paul Bearer, but eventually the tables turn until Vader comes out to make the save. And then we get the main event, match number seven. We got Jerry Briscoe and Pat Patterson versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the two-on-one street fight. Slaughter is the ref. Yeah, come on. This whole match just like breaks down pretty quickly, turns into a stunner fest. I mean, everybody gets one. The Stooges, Slaughter, uh, Dude Love hits the ring. Steve takes him out. Then it looks like a fan in an Austin mask jumps the rail, waffles Stone Cold Steve Austin with a steel chair. But it was me all along, Austin. I love this. It was Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I know. I dug it. I, I did was like, too. Look at this fucking guy. That Austin mask is sweet. <laughs> It looks I like know. one of those baby ones you buy. Yes. 
Like the overgrown, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. So I was surprised in quotes. I'm like, I know who this is, but I'm like, look at that mask. It was good. Yeah. The mask was good. Um, so they get the the advantage there. Austin gets beat down by Dude Love. Got a little extra attitude on the end of this Raw, but it wasn't anything really to write home about. Yeah, it didn't go on for too long. You're right. It's like five extra, minutes. It's just kind of like edge, cleaning dude. up the, the, the mess, I guess. He throws fucking Vince down the road and kind of kicks his ass. <laughs> Do you um, got a sign of the time? Val Venus sucks balls. All right. How about... Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. Should I read another one? Yeah, go ahead. Legalize cockfighting. <laughs> Out of all the ones... You, you had to say that one. Well, that was my favorite. That was mine. Oh. <laughs> Your only one? No, I got three. Okay, what do you got? That was a good that one. That was a great one. Eric Bischoff is a woman. I was I was trying to queue up for legalized cockfights. <laughs> I'm like, to, go ahead, fucking. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead, burn some time, and you stole my heat. All right, Sorry. I'll take mine sunny side up. Oh, I like that, mm. too. Sable needs. Wait, wait. Eric Bischoff is a woman. Did you already got that. that. Oh, yeah. Sable needs implants. See these? These are terrible. Sable raped me. <laughs> I only have one left. Take it. Scott Hall equals the man. D A D A. Hell yeah. D A man. I'm in. You got anything else? No. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to scoop your heat at him. Legalized cockfighting. <laughs> it, was, it was fighting, which was what I like better. It was like an apostrophe. It was an N apostrophe, which <laughs> made it even better, dude. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right, dork side or into the darkness this week. We're going to kind of collapse it a little bit. Um, into the darkness. There's not a ton anyways, but did you get anything new? And then we'll play that swoggle interview in this segment. My fucking headbangers uh, micro brothers finally showed up. They did? Yeah, because I had a mix up. I know you told I me. I told you about that? <clears throat> okay, so... I ordered the guy the, sent packages. You yeah. got the wrong package. It yeah. got shipped to the wrong place. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He was so good. I told him I give him a shout out and shit. Fucking Daniel. Thank you. Uh, but now you're dealing with a third party that has to send your, you your shit. Right. Now here's the fucked up part. He gives me the shipping number, right? Tracking it, number. Yeah. Tracking number. And it goes out as planned with, you know, remember God, that was probably a month ago now that I came over here and like, hey, man, can you print off this? Yeah, shit? it was like probably was two weeks Sergeant ago. Slaughter <clears throat> thing. Or yeah. Fuck. And I can watch it and it goes. Louisiana. Oh, uh, that's one of those things where it's just making its way all over the Chicago. country. Then it goes past Chicago, right? Then it was Chicago or no, then it's it like Madi- Minneapolis or something. No, it went to Madison for like a week. <clears throat> it was in Madison since like May 7th. Weird. Got I got today. something that shipped May 6th, and I still haven't seen it move. Before I'm done, I so I got the, the headbanger showed up, and then uh, Andre the Giant. Microbrawler? Yes. Not the not the 70s one, because you would have already, already had, had that. that. So I got the other, I got 
That's my the new black singlet. Yes, nice. I got. I got, uh, well, I got three micro brawlers. I got Taya Valkyrie. Interesting. I don't know if you have that one. I did not have that one. Mm, um, might be on the way. I got Hikaru Shida. Oh, that's cool. Holy Shida comes with a kendo stick, which is pretty cool. And I got Darby Allen, which I thought I had, but apparently I didn't. So I don't think I have Darby either. So yeah, those are literally the uh, the only three things that have come. Uh, big wrestling convention weekend, so hopefully Huge. we find some fun stuff. Uh, I've just been kind of chilling on that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, without further ado, uh, we have an awesome interview for you guys, and then we'll come back after that with the uh, to close things out with the wrestling stew interview. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a super special surprise guest this week on the show. We have goodbye none set. other. It's a good bicep right there. That is. I'm ready, baby. I'm ready <laughs> for wrestling, God. This might be just an audio podcast, but I'm still looking at my bicep. And I'm ready, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, there That's you go. A true business owner says, right? Like, a true business owner just starts flexing his buys on a podcast. It's immediately, before we even know who he is. <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> Dylan Postel, a.k.a. Swaggle, joining the show. Um, super happy to have you. You know, we've been friendly for probably like two years now. Um, you, uh, you got my last name right, which I'm, I'm, I'm even more impressed with. Why? What do people usually go with? Postal. Postal. And it makes me want to kick him between the pants. <laughs> I get it all the time, too. My Marbury. Your it's last just name is Postal, too? No. <laughs> okay. Marbury, it's, it's just how it looks, and I get eight different ways of people saying it. I keep saying Maybury, or I keep, I keep effing it up. Yeah, I've heard you say it correctly a few times, so I'm I'm good with that. Good. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It means yeah. it means a ton, man. Um, Water City Wrestling Con in the great city of Oshkosh is right around the corner. Um, it's, uh, we're going. It's it's literally. Someone told me yesterday ten days. Yes. On my on my, on my Twitch, and I literally go, oh no, like, <laughs> there's no turning back now, and it's uh, it started to set in. Yeah, but man, I don't think it'll set in until like Monday, and because then I know, like, hey, here we go. I suppose like you start uh, getting people, you know, coming into town and whatnot. We got. Let's run down the list this this year. Guys, this is crazy. We have the most guests in history. I'm telling. I don't you. know why. Like it was a little peek behind the curtain between you, your audience, and myself. I reached out. I asked the suits. I said, guys, who do we want? And they were just throwing names. And I just started throwing texts out there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, we had no one. And then we had everyone. That's amazing. And I, no, it's not. Well, <laughs> I guess it's a good problem to have, but holy smokes. You know what? It, it really is. And like, man, Eric Bischoff, Malachi Black, Cross, Killer Cross, Scarlet, Dango, Brian Myers, again. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's just Ethan a Page. staple. Yes. Ethan Page, Danhausen, uh, Godfather. Godfather. It, it's, it's a who's who legitimately of past, present, and future. Agreed. It, it really, really is. Uh, how cool is that? Um, we So ACW kind of first comes across me and Adam's radar 
um, you know, just before like pandemic hits. Actually, you know, you see the Razor gear and stuff. Huge Scott Hall fan. You mean so, we were supposed to bring in Razor? Hundred percent. And that was yeah. when I was like, I've never really heard of this company. They're bringing in Razor. We're going to be there. And then that unfortunately, one, uh, that one that one hurt us. Pandemic yeah. having having to shut down that con for pandemic uh, really really hurt us um, because. We just it was going to be huge. It was going to be our first time at the convention center. It was going to be awesome, and then uh, we couldn't do it. And now, in March, uh, Scott Hall passes away, and it's like, man, that's really it. It it hurt us as a, like, like because we couldn't bring him in, and yeah. we were supposed yeah. to. And then like, I think it hurt Bogger. We were talking about him before we went live. I I think it hurt him real bad too because that's his hero. Like that's his number one res- yeah. in wrestling. And now the opportunity to never bring him in, yep, like and never meet him, is a real bummer. And uh, yeah, but you know what? We are doing something right. Absolutely, man. Um, so the so yeah, you you were talking about we got on the radar because of the Scott Hall show. Yeah, so you get on the radar because of the Scott Hall show that gets canceled. But then, um, one of the first, it might have been the first independent wrestling show we went to after things started opening up. Yeah, it was. Um, was Tanner's. Yeah, the show at Tanner's where My there was God. the pool party deathmatch. Not the most fun ever. Like, they just feel different. Yeah. So, Adam and I, it's about a two-hour drive. And that's that's a long ways for an independent wrestling show. And yes. we made that trek, and it was, it was half because we wanted to see it, half, you know, we're just starved for wrestling. Half, um... Something to do. Something we're to do. Like we haven't house. gone yeah. to a concert. We haven't done anything. And we make that. Tanner's, was, our fir- Tanner's was the first post-pandemic show. Yes. Yeah. And uh, bare bones. We had that outdoor show at bare bones, but Tanner's was the first main one. Oh, was okay. it? So we're like, we're heading up there and you know, we're about an hour and a half in. I'm like, I hope this is worth it, dude. And then on the way home, we just could not stop talking about it. We're like that was so fucking fun. Like it was. And that was the show I missed. You did. I was supposed to. Re- I was supposed to wrestle Stacy Shadows, mm. and then my flight got delayed and delayed and delayed. And I literally walked in, and I'm texting Kalucci and Weimer, and I'm going, "Guys, I can throw my stuff on in the Uber or whatever. You tell me." And they're like, "No, we're not doing the match. We'll figure it out." Awesome. So we're we've. I've never gotten to wrestle Stacy Shadows, and it's like a real, real big bummer to me. Oh, she was she was on your ass for a while though. That's um, right. After that, like she was hunting yep. you down when <laughs> yeah. you were with the uh, the veterans of pain. What is it? Uh, uh, the Shane, no, the world Shane Hill, pain. world class pain. pain. Love those guys. Backwards, I had world class pain and backwards with me. That's yes, right. classic stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, pool party deathmatch too. Um, I didn't know there was always. I love. Mike Hickey, Randy Fitzsimmons. Yes. Love that man. Yes. Tanner's is his venue. He's a it's Janesville boy. Huh? He's a Janesville guy. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> for both sides. For both sides that you guys have to claim him. Yeah. He has to claim Janesville. Uh, but it's, uh, he is literally taking ownership of Tanner's. Yeah. And every show he's like, oh, I'm going to do a pirate match. I'm going to do a pool party. <laughs> match. I'm going to. And I literally just have to say to him, I don't know, man. And then he does it, and the people love it. They so, do. Yeah. We, we dug it. Yeah, um, that was a great one. We talked to him a few shows after that, and he was like, yeah, did you go to Pool Party Deathmatch 1? I was like, there was a one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Pool Party Deathmatch 1 
He got roughed up real bad with Avalon, right? Yeah. Yes, I've, I've heard stories. <laughs> yeah. Um. So how did how did you know? I I just told you when we found out about it, but that must yeah. have been thirty shows in or something like that. Um. What are we at? The next the next numbered one after the con is what forty five, forty six. The cool thing is in December it's our ninth 50. anniversary, and that's fifty. Yeah. Oh, perfect. How cool is that? It's incredible. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's really like, and then, which means we've done probably about 65 shows in total, but it's just a really neat feeling to be able to celebrate that. Heck like it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Um, and to start to think it literally started as me still with WWE being bored and not booked on TV or on house shows. And it's been like, Hey, Weimer, Bender, let's run shows. And they both go, nope. <laughs> and I go, I'm running a show. If you want to be part of it, I want you part of it. If you don't, I'm running a show. And they're like, oh, looks like we're helping out the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ran a first show. It was great. And then literally we've never looked back. Like we have had so many behind the curtain obstacles thrown at us and like put in our way and money owed to us a lot of money owed oh, I to imagine. us uh we should have been shut down monetarily since 2 years in really wow. we're just doing man we're doing well and and we're the best thing going today i and love I'm not it saying that i'm not saying that to be a cocky prick i'm saying that out of confidence it's acw is the only thing in life i'm confident about there's a real real thing <laughs> acw is the only thing i'm completely confident about um in life in in my career in anything i'm very confident in what we do and uh at times i get cocky and i i, I literally want to go hey put your show up against mine put it up against mine um now would we have the same reaction in a in a market like Chicago? I don't think so. Yeah. But in a small town, we have a great reaction because we know how to how to how to do that. And it's just uh man, I, I love what we're doing. So it literally started out of boredom and now going on nine years later, we're having fun, man. We've only had and like pandemic. Pandemic should have shut us down. Pandemic yeah. shut down so many real businesses, much less independent wrestling companies. Yeah. Uh, we did that. We, we came up with the, the idea of doing a camp. Literally we like they taped uh raw in that we taped, I think four separate shows at our training school. Really? And only one of them saw the light of day. Um, and we did that because we're like, I don't, we don't know when stuff's going to open. So we literally, I edited them all together and I have them in the can ready. And it's just like, they never, they never see the light of day. You should at uh, least do the like, DVD or something. You sell the DVDs I at shows. About, like doing a couple of the matches, but man, watching a camp show compared to a live crowd show is yeah. so yeah. hard. Like I can't, but our fans loved it. Our fans were, they were watching it live with us, like as a premiere. And it was, it's just the support that we've had is incredible. Yeah, that's I mean, that's half of what drew us in and kept us in was that crowd. Yeah, for sure. Um, I We were talking about it on the way home that day, that first show. And we're just like, dude, I can't believe. And then come to find out, you see the same people at the same show sitting in the same seats. And there's 
They're dedicated. They're what dedicated. A, and it's oh, such a good show. Here's 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 another feather in our cap. We do season tickets. Yeah. We oh we know. <laughs> Front row. You guys know. Uh there is not another wrestling company that does that. And I challenge them to do it. Yeah. I do. I challenge them to do it. Uh because what we're doing, we have that support of our of our fan base, and we sell out season tickets every time for yeah. f- four years now, and it's it's incredible. It's an idea I thought of. I was like, hey, I think this might be pretty cool to do, and I think our fans would love it. And they're the loyal ones. Yes, and whether they buy season tickets and come to one show, they're supporting us, yep. and that's what we love. Yeah, man. Um... And how cool is that? You know, you do the season ticket thing. You get the, the hardcores a chance to, like, lock up their seat. There's a little bit of pride of ownership uh, when you do that as a fan, too. You're like, I'm helping this company. This is this is my seat kind of thing. And it's, how awesome on your your yeah. side of the coin where that you season ticket money is, probably helps, you know, pay your entire right. Masonic Center rent for, for the year. You know what shows you're running. You know, you drop a, a schedule at the beginning of the year. You had every show of the year laid out for me. Yep. And that's the thing. It's like, it's good for both sides. It really makes Mm -hmm. us feel good that we have the support of the fan base, uh, the ACW faithful as we call them, um, that we have that support. And it's also like, to me, it's really must be really cool for the fans because they get to pick their seat. Uh, if they want to keep their seats the next year, it's up to them. Um, they get exclusive gifts and stuff like that, but also like it just, I think it makes, like you said, it makes them feel that, Hey, we're supporting this cause. We're part of, we are ACW is, is such uh, I came up with that as a, because I saw the NXT shirt. Sure. I saw the NXT shirt and I go, Oh, I can steal that. Yeah. (laughs) And now it's turned into like, like, Kaluchi Bender, not Kaluchi because we're all real humans. Josh Bender, What's... he he uh, he wanted that to be our thing, and he goes, "That's that that needs to be our branding all the time." And I, it hit randomly this morning. It hit me like, man, that's a really cool branding because it brings everyone together yeah. from the champion to the student on the show to the guys in the training class working the show to the front door, Lori at the front door to Weimer to Bender to DJ Bob and Scott to the fans. It's we are ACW. And that's so cool to me. And it's like, it's such a brand and we've, we've made this brand and it's, it's just something, man, I'm, it's, I don't say it ain't going to ever change. Yeah. We are not, I will never change the colors. Uh, the color is something simple as that. We started with red and black because that was the old, old ACW colors. And that was the ring skirts we used and the ring reused. And I said, guys, we need to, we need to make this us. We need to. And, and it was black, blue and light blue for the Oshkosh. Mm-hmm. Because, why do we have the water city title? Because it's Oshkosh. Cause yeah. this is our city. Like every interview I've done. And it's very rare that you can find one where I don't, I mention Oshkosh. And it's because this town holds such a close place to my heart and to Bender and Weimer and <clears throat> pardon me and the local guys' hearts. Uh, it's just, it, it, this is our city. 
I, I truly feel this is our city and ACW is really a part of Oshkosh. Yeah, that's, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, you feel like you're a part of it. Um, it does. Yeah. And you, you went through and you named all those people. And, and those are some of the people I'm talking about, not just the fans, but you see those same people at every show. Mm-hmm. I also like how, you know, you do have the training class coming up and we've seen a couple of those guys this last year. And you, you see the, the, the ones that you yeah. haven't seen yet are always there supporting, like, you know, standing along the back row, you know, wearing their shirts and whatever. Right. Always. Man, there is nothing better. I go up on the balcony once per show, uh, and to see what I call the the family section, which if you've been at a Masonic Center, you know exactly where that is. Oh, you yeah. come in the front yeah. door, it's back right. Yep. And it's but behind them are all of our students together watching the show and reacting to everything and just yeah. oh that was really, really cool. Did you see that? And like it's just I, I, I get a picture of it every show. And especially of like when a new student debuts and all the other students are just like smiles on their faces it's just such a cool thing and and the training academy man that that started a year and a half two years into acw and out out of boredom again i was wasn't booked again for in wwe so i was like hey bender let's start running a school now yes no (laughs) i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i would love you as my head trainer i would love you to do it okay nice help the little guy again uh, but it's just, it's literally that. And it's, it's, I, I call each of our students, uh, my children, my kids, and it can be a 17 year old kid or a 45 year old Steve Sawyer. Yes. And I am, uh, they're all my kids and man, when they have their first match, Bender and I are at the curtain, just peeking through or through the door, the crack of the door at Masonic. <laughs> And just like, oh, did you see that? Oh, that was so good. Oh, this is. And then we meet him at the curtain, and it's like the biggest embrace because it's it's literally like seeing your kid graduate, uh, or or take his first steps on his own, and like, it's it's just so cool. It really, really is so cool for all of us, and it's we're producing talent. And the minute we stop producing talent those training Academy doors will close. Yeah. Uh, and, but now we have guys like Salem crane, uh, and even uh, Preston Palmer yes. and your boy Roy and Jade Mercer as student trainers. Like the last two weeks, I couldn't make class because I was on vacation or I was just working and I couldn't make it. So uh, Matt Shipman, Salem crane, he, yep. he reaches out. I said, Hey man, you got class tonight. He goes, yep if he can't make it, he teaches another student trainer. And it's like, these guys are stepping up and they're really stepping up. And it's the trust of that. Bender's got another baby on the way. It's the best thing ever, but his time is going to be deterred here and there. I am extremely busy yeah, and too busy at times. Uh, I can't make every class. So it's, it's having, having these other people to uh, not to rely on, but that they want to step up and help us, which is incredible. Very cool. Anybody from uh, anybody on the current roster. That's like day one student. Yes. Steve Sawyer, Salem crane, Salem crane. We started, we started fresh Salem crane. We started fresh Steve Sawyer, Drake Daniels, uh, lost dad, Eric, 
um, uh, Preston, your boy Roy, Jimmy Ocean, Jaden Mercer. Wow, it's a lot. Um, Adam Grace. He he did a lot of the, his training with Binder and I, but he did most of his with Shane Hills. Uh, I know I'm forgetting people, and they're going to be really sure. Nice. Yeah, I don't mean to put you in that spot <laughs> no, either. That's, no, uh, that's terrible. Oh, Miles Mason. Yeah, I love uh, that Miles guy. Mason, day one. But it's like, man, I think about how many students we have on the roster, and then I think of how many students we've went through. Like Salem will bring up, or, or Binder will bring up a name of, hey, remember this guy? And I go, who? And it's not because they weren't great. It's because we've had so many students, and it's like, man. Again, another good problem to have. Great problem to have. We have. Yeah. I was at class before this. I have. We have class Wednesday night. We have class Thursday night. We run what we call secret camp on Sundays for polishing stuff, and it's like we have. We student wise, I bet we've hit a hundred students. Wow! I know. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Incredible. Um, last year's con water city wrestling con couldn't have been more fun. Um, started the night before with the major wrestling figure podcast, yep. um, at that cool old theater right in downtown Oshkosh. That's going to be, so that's where 83 weeks live is this year. I was just going to ask that. I am so excited. Yeah. A just for 83 weeks and to sit with like in the audience or on the balcony and listen to stories from Eric Bischoff while he's drinking Coors light and while he has a bottle of screwball whiskey on the table as well. Uh, and just to listen to that, but also to be in that theater, that theater is so cool. It's yes. such an old school feeling and it's just dark and kind of dingy, but it's awesome. And the gentleman that uh, like the usher is wearing the whole like get up with the cap yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's, it's so legit. cool. Yeah. It's like going back in <laughs> yeah. time. I loved that. Um, what else? So then, uh, yeah, after that, we, I think Weimer's like, hey, come meet us at, you know, whatever brewery. I think it was uh, uh, Fifth Ward. It was Fifth Ward. We went to Fifth Ward. We met up with you at Fifth Ward for a little bit. And then I, th- we went, I know we ended up at Slade's late night. And I know this because uh, the, right after the wrestling uh, Major Brothers show. I went to Ground Round. Maybe later, but yeah, I've definitely met you at Fifth Ward first, <laughs> and then to Slade's. <laughs> um, I'm a hundred percent on that. Also, I it was getting I went to the hotel bar. Mm, at, probably after that stuff. I was out that late. <laughs> yes, you were out way late because I talked to uh, who was it? Billy Peck the next day, and he was like, "Yes, uh, Swaggle showed up at the at the hotel bar." And I was like, well, he was out earlier than that, right after the show ended or whatever. I have the fifth ward. I, man. Oh, you were there. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it was That's a fun, awesome. fun night. Um, we were, me and Adam were just like hanging out at Slade's. It was getting pretty, like, it must have been one o'clock or something like that. What? Um, I pulled a $250 pull tab. Hell yeah. And I was <laughs> like, Adam goes, you don't cash that in right now. They're going to make you buy a round for this entire bar. <laughs> I said, you're right. So we, we showed up back at like noon the next day, cashed in. She's like, why didn't you cash it in last night? And I was like, well, it was getting, t- it was getting to be time to go. And we cracked him at the hotel or whatever. So I bought a round for everybody in the bar. It was like, I got out of there at 30 bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> which it, yeah. Even if it would have been, it's Oshkosh prices, which I love. True. Right. People, right. people love to fly into Oshkosh because of Oshkosh prices. 
Uh, it was a, that was a blast night. And then the con itself, that's the first time that we had ever set up a table at anything. Um, we help out, uh, with Janesville wrestling Alliance, like our local promotion here, we do commentary or I'll do ring announcing or, you know, little things like that. Um, but we never like went to a convention and set up a table and it felt so cool to like walk in and like, there's your table. Um, just networking, talking with everybody. Everybody's so, everybody's so nice. And everybody. then just, just hanging out in Oshkosh that day. I'm like, this city is awesome. Yeah. Just hanging out, walking around, checking yeah, everything out. We had so many people from the major podcast group, like message or like post, like the city is so relaxed, but yet so fun. If you stay at that hotel, you're literally within steps of everything. everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We stayed, yeah. we stayed at the hotel last last year mm-hmm. uh this year i got some work stuff so i gotta just kind of hop in that day but yeah oh man i'm looking forward to it i'm looking to, like we ran down the talent list earlier but like i can't believe the match is like drake daniels versus ethan page i man, love drake daniels i can't wait i can't wait and uh there's so much adam grace and malachi black yes, yes. like incredible swaggle danhausen i cannot wait for malachi black uh asked me for footage of Adam Grace. So I had to, I have, I have sent Malachi black footage of Adam Grace. That's awesome. That's, yeah. a, that's a good feeling to have. Um, me, you versus the Dan Le- Housen, the, the Brock Lesnar undertaker of ACW wrestling once a year when it matters, <laughs> uh, with the dead, just booking myself against Dan Housen just to make my, cause I was like, ah, I really want to wrestle him. We've done it once before and it was so much fun. Um, I'm still not 90. I'm not even 80%, but I know it's going to be fun with Dan Housen. Yeah. Uh, the tag title four way homegrown talent. Yes. That's, that's a match that I'm predicting will steal the show. Yeah. I truly will predicting that that match will steal the show Four teams that want with no guests that want to show like, Hey, we're here. Yeah. The guests are there. Guests ain't gonna be here next month. Yeah, we're gonna yep. be here. Right. That's that's the, that's the mentality have. they should have. Yep, that's incredible. Then Salem Crane and Justin Dredd. Salem Crane's first ever like big time match. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. Let's see if he steps up, and and I, I think he will. Knowing his mindset going in, I just saw him at training tonight. He looks better than he ever has, and I will never admit that to his face. Uh, <laughs> But man, he's ready. He is ready to blow the roof off that place, and to uh, he's ready for that heavyweight title. Then you got that mixed tag with uh, Joey Avalon and Sierra versus Cross and Scarlet. It's just like you it couldn't have. I mean that that doesn't that kind of match doesn't come together any better. Like that's uh, that that's a match that's just served on a silver platter. Here you go. Just makes Here's sense. The best the best mixed tag ever. Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Um, and then something we've never done is guest versus guest. Uh, <clears throat> Brian Myers peeked behind the curtain, saw we were bringing in Fandango, and he goes, I want to wrestle Fandango. Oh, nice. And I go, you can wrestle Fandango. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's something literally we've never done, uh, and we're doing it. We're doing it. And it's it's. I am looking so forward to watching this show, like as busy as I am, to just sitting back and going, okay, let's take it all in. It's good to hear it's that too. With all the work you put in, you know, it's got to be stressful. You're dealing with so much. Oh, it it, it's, it's, man, yeah. I am beyond every day is something new. Legitimately, every day is something new. Uh, 
three days ago, we were dealing, or yesterday, yesterday morning, all morning for hours, we were dealing with scam tickets. Oh, God. Like, all morning. It literally lasted until early afternoon. And so I was just doing ground control with that. And just, because I'll, I mean, Weimer works a real job. Binder works a real job. Sure. Stein works a real job. I'm doing my stuff around the house. Uh, and I'm just handling all that as much as I can. Matt Stein is. And, and it's Weimer. It's just, it's, it's a team effort. Yeah. And when this pays off, man, it pays off so much. It's, it's going to yeah. pay off. Uh, this, this is going to drop on it's Wednesday before. And I'm just going to say this, yeah, this man, weekend, it is going to pay off big time. Yeah. It's and gonna it's, be good. As it stressful really as it is, I imagine it's got to just be a ball of stress. But at that that day or two after, you just got to be sitting uh, no, there on cloud but there's nine. There's nothing the day after. There's no there's no relax because I, being the intelligent human I am, decided to get Limp Biscuit tickets for that Sunday. So Whoa. <laughs> Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit is my was my favorite band growing up. Oh, I've seen Huge them live fans. several times. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen Limp Biscuit live. Oh, oh. this is great. I like. And now I hear that they're not great. I'm oh, just like these days. Fuck that. There's that's gonna be but fun. I I'm going to see Limp Biscuit because I don't know if I'll ever be able to see them again. And I literally saw they were at Rush Center in Green Bay yeah. the yeah. day after Con and I'm going I mean and I literally asked everyone, everyone's like, I can't do that. I can't <laughs> and I go, I'll fucking go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I keep saying that that whole weekend from Thursday to Sunday night is going to be sponsored by Uber. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. Well, man, thank you so much thank for coming you. on. Yeah. We'd love to have you again sometime. Um, Let's do a like recap. I said, local. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up for a recap. I have Memorial day weekend off. It's going to be my first weekend off since the second week of January. Holy cow. Yeah, you, yeah, are, a, you are a working man, my friend. This is my first, full, it'll be my first full weekend off. Uh, I'm going to do nothing but play video games. Oh, well, good on Speaking you. What, do you, what are you playing right now? Not TV slash Dylan Postel. Yes. Like, subscribe, comment, follow on the YouTube page. Just launched the YouTube page. Uh, video diaries, toy unboxings with my son who is also going to be a huge part of wrestling con. And I absolutely hate it. Secretly love it. But he's like a star <laughs> oh. at these, at these events. And like he was signing autographs last year. And I said, this, is the, <laughs> this is the weirdest thing ever. And like, people are asking for autographs already this year from him. Really? And like having him sign. And it's like, this is going to go to his head, man. He's a great kid. I yeah, will say man, this. Yeah. Uh, every time I've seen him, he's like, that is the most respectful young man. Uh, I Ever, that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I actually saw that he uh, he just, he just got one of these. Don't fucking tell him, guy. Don't you don't oh. talk to him about that. He doesn't know about that. Yet. <laughs> what are you talking about? I saw it on social media. How does he not know no, that? I'm hide in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this, what, you better give it to him before Wednesday. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing it. I'm just kidding. This video doesn't go up. It's audio only. We didn't even mention what it was. <laughs> Man, I, he doesn't know. Thank God he's not here because he would have just bolted in my closet. There are about nine things in my closet hiding from him like, it's like oh man you had a really really good like test grade here you go hey you did great here you go hey the easter bunny came here you go. like i just have sh- stuff in my closet waiting well he deserves yeah. it man he uh he i i, I keep saying i say to my students 
if I see him putting up a ring and you are not there putting up a ring, there's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. He puts up the ring. He does the ropes. He literally, uh, puts up a chair. He just, he does it all. And like, he has a, he's a football game that day. And I, I know he's going to make his mom just bolt to wrestling con so he can be there all day. Yeah. And it's just, he didn't know about Malachi black and Malachi black is his number two in wrestling. Oh, wow. I'm not, it's not me as one. It's Darby Allen and then Malachi Black. Uh, so when he heard Malachi was coming, he goes, this is the best year ever. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, awesome. man, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get together. We'll schedule something for a little mm-hmm. recap. We can talk some uh, collecting. I know you're a big collector. Thank we didn't you. get to scratch surfs on that. Talk some Limp Biscuit. Um, talk yeah. some, yeah, I want to know about the Limp Biscuit <laughs> show, because when I saw him, we're talking like, 99. 99 2000 so that, i was supposed to go in 99 to them and eminem at six flags we saw and that got, show yeah not at six grounded. flags but on that tour right and then i got grounded and my dad took the tickets away son of a bitch <laughs> Same as king of the ring 96 austin biggest night in wrestling we also were, we were there, there. <laughs> i was supposed to go oh man not grounded unbelievable those tickets right up Oh, no. Dang it. All right, man. Well, thanks again for your time. I appreciate you big time. We'll see you next week. Yes. Thanks. Later, dude. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the wrestling stew. I've never seen a fellow yet when you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red beef. Boom. All right, wrestling stew, Adam, what do you want to start out with? Speedball Mike Bailey versus the bad boy Joey Janela. Yeah, from GCW's Into Deep show on April 30th from the lovely carousel room in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I love the place. I know why I fucking was like, I think I saw this before. You're right, Matt. I didn't see it, but I saw the spot. And I think I fucking texted you to check out the spot with the table. Yep. It's like the weirdest fucking... Where they just go through the middle? (laughs) It's the best. It looks so cool, dude. I was like, I don't even know how you do that. Well, those tables were... Were not your typical no. you know, table that you would go I, through. I know, and you couldn't tell it before they did that because they were they had a tablecloth over them. Sure, um, but yeah, they literally just like Mike Bailey goes through that moonsault, double knee moonsault, lands so it, and cool. they just plants Joey right through the middle of the table. It was awesome. It was a great spot. <clears throat> um, that was a pretty fucking. That was a war between those two guys. Like that. That lasted forever. Like you said, Joey Janela is kind of back on his game, and we know Speedball is, so that was a blast. I, I thought it was a great recommendation. Why is Speedball's face always, like, red as a tomato? I don't get it. Dude, because he's doing a lot of shit. <laughs> I think somebody needs to check that man's blood pressure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I think his Speedball's not just in his moniker. No, he's healthy as shit. I don't know. He's just doing a lot. Can you put some fucking shoes on, though, Mike? Come on. I was going to bring this up with you. The kick pads with no shoes? No. What? Never heard a promo from him. Oh. You know what? I don't know if I've ever heard a promo either. That has has, has stuck with me. You know what I mean? Interesting. 
You're saying that man can't talk? Uh, I'm not saying that. I just like to hear what he has to say. I, I thought Janela might get that win. So it's like Speedball comes back. And he's making the rounds, and, and in the he's beginning, like Suzuki. Yeah, so in the beginning, he's like he's winning Canadian, all his matches. He's a Canadian Suzuki. I'll give you that, you know. But now that it's like kind of wearing the shine's wearing off a little. Like he's probably been in a half a dozen GCW shows. Yeah, I thought Janela was going to win it with that super brainbuster. Yes, dude. Oh, oh that was a wrap, dude. <laughs> so did I. No, he kicks out. Fucking. Speedball ends up getting getting that dub with the the flamingo driver, which I really like. I do too, and I uh, also like when Veda Scott is doing commentary here and there because that's also another aspect. With she Speedball. wasn't on this, was she? No, okay. but I'm saying, wait for the day that fucking Mike something goes south with fucking Mike Bailey, you know, Speedball, and then she could fucking run in. I don't know. I'm just Maybe. saying. Uh, just another piece of the puzzle. I'm just well. saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Um, let's get his recommendation this week, shall we? Because this is going to be a little bit of an abbreviated segment either. I hope you guys enjoyed that Swoggle interview. Um, he was awesome. Hey, guys. This is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, everyone. And we're back with another match recommendation. And this week, do we have quite the banger as we're going back to West Coast Pro with our most recent show, Ill Mannered, which you can find at IWTV, the best $10 in the biz. We're going to check out Will Osprey versus Titus Alexander. And man, this match is awesome. Osprey doesn't usually wrestle in very many U.S. promotions, but he wanted to stop by West Coast Pro and check out this young kid. And holy crap, this match is worth it. So I can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. And check me out at Instagram at, at @puredad. Hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> Titus? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm asking you. I don't know that guy. I'm going to check it out. Can you say the name again? Something Titus. Yeah, I'm not. I'll get it to you in post. Oh, I'm sure. Write it down. <laughs> Go ahead and put in Will Osprey against Titus, and I'm sure the the in the newest action, yeah in the newest West Coast yeah, Pro yeah. show. You're fine. You're good fine. on that kid. Fuck yeah. Unless he like dies. <laughs> good on that kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dynamite. Did you watch some Dynamite? I told you it was like a goddamn pay-per-view. And it, it was good, man. Um, I got to it a little bit late, but I couldn't. Oh, dude, Jeff Hardy and Darby almost killed Just themselves. Just jumping in the end. I, I, don't, I don't like, why do you do that? In front of Martha. In front of Martha. I thought it at the time, and I've heard several other people say it, say it since. And it's like that one spot, you know, I mean, Darby set up, what was it, eight chairs? Yeah. But then he comes off. I, that could have been. He didn't land good. Like he didn't. He land. never lands good. <laughs> Sometimes it could have gone so good. bad. I, he, what if he would have broke his fucking neck right there in front of the Hart family? That whole tournament gets I scrapped. I agree. Um, oh, but it was a fucking great match. I'll give you that. Yeah. It. it yes. It was fucking. Um, it was one of those ones where you're like, I know he's going to do this. I know he's going to do that. So let's match him up and but I still was entertained. Uh you know the the big spots like that were coming. Sure. And I thought they did a good job of fucking getting up to that at first. Yeah. But 
Yeah, it's just weird to do that one in front of Martha. Some of the stuff on, like, the apron and stuff. Yeah, it's like, hey, I don't don't know if you need all that. I will say this. That was probably the first match in the whole Owen Hart Cup or whatever that I didn't really know who was going to win. Like, Adam Cole, Dax Harwood was the opener. Yes. And it was an awesome match. How awesome was it that Adam Cole won with the sharpshooter? He wins with the sharpshooter. Yeah, that was great. That's chef's kiss, right? right. Um, That was great, but... I still thought, like we said, even though those are two like top guys, no pun intended, um, we we thought Adam Cole was going to win that match. But this Jeff Hardy Darby match, I thought that could have gone either way. I agree. Um, I also loved um, Punk versus Silver was really good too. That Better than fun. it probably should have been. I feel like yes. if that's not in Long Island, Denver. Silver oh, doesn't absolutely. get absolutely, yeah. absolutely. How about Punk coming out with the Tavares jersey, like Dude, a little dig, bro? It's like he comes out. He's like, "Oh, he's wearing the Islanders gear. Oh, you're he's the fucking defector that went the, to the, Toronto." The asshole. Yeah. Yes, yes. Awesome. Um, how about Danhausen's first fucking his 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 uh, debut yeah. wrestling on Dynamite? Well, I've often said like I've I can't tell you much about a Danhausen match. Like, yes, I've seen you him live, can. But I've seen him live a couple times, but like. You seen him wrestle? I was with you. We're and in he's, Milwaukee. Yes. But his even in that thing he did with Conan, remember that? Yeah. Over the summer or whatever yeah. last year? And Conan was asking him about it. And then he's like, Are you are you a good wrestler? And he's like, I guess, but that doesn't matter. It's like it's all about this fucking gimmick. Sure. And that's what's so crazy is he's been able to get that gimmick over so huge without really wrestling. I thought the squash housing <laughs> was fucking bro. Awesome. Yeah. Tony Nice just goes over big time. I in thought a, that like was a, a perfect move. Yeah, I did too. That was awesome. Cool. Uh, Wardlaw, or, or sorry, Wardlaw. Wardlow still cuffed. War pig. Yep. And then here here comes the, that dark side parody that we talked about earlier. Yes. Fucking great, was right? Awesome. Uh, I even loved Sean Spear here doing that fucking <laughs> 10. ten. Yeah. I do hate that Wardlow is <laughs> going to take 10 lashes tonight. That was uncomfortable as shit. Last time? Yes. <laughs> By the way, it's weird that fucking MJF just like whipping people, right? He loves it. This apparently. is like the That's third like time thing. or two. Was it's it Cody two. the first time? It's at least two. It's two. <laughs> but it's like, you're going to have to take 10 lashes. It's just like that. That's happening tonight, probably as we're recording this. I also love that they're doing the, um, the, uh, when they go to, here is the, um, the graphics, like, and at double or nothing, when they they do the the um I forgot what it's called like the moving um graphics where like the where they like start to like flex or like and yeah then they stop. yeah and they stop, you know what I'm talking stop about motion I fucking love that shit yeah dude. they got that going for double or nothing I'm like I don't give a fuck who they show me like and it's Q T Marshall uh, versus fucking the hot dog stand <laughs> and it, as long as they do that fucking little fucking move and look at the camera I'm like that's gonna be a that's good one be a good one <laughs> is Q T a monster guy I don't know you know <laughs> was it, that Memorial Day weekend. Dude, okay. Double or nothing? Matt, yes. Okay. 29th. All right. So we're going to go win a fucking beanbag tournament. Okay. And then we're watching some fucking double or nothing. I like it that. It could be at my house. It's going to be great. If you want, or your house, we'll whatever pull, you want. We'll play it by ear. All right. I dig that, man. Uh, what else? Uh, Rampage? 
Rampage was fine. Nothing. Cra- Scorpio Sky and Kazarian had a good match. Oh, I like that. I shit. liked the match. I did want. To, I have a note for you. Okay. Rampage note for Matt. Good thing they didn't put that uh, TNT title in that in class. the case, Way. huh? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he smacked yeah. the fuck out of. It was kind of he all the full heel. He right? did. He did. It looked like they're going to be friends after that. It looked like Scorpio Sky had a big decision to make. Eat the page wasn't supposed like, to be out no. here. What are you talking about? Did you do this? Did you hit fucking Frankie with this? And he what? went, that. And he went, yeah, I fucking did. I loved when Ethan Page said that. Yeah, like, yeah, I fucking did. Yes. You need to fucking get with us, yes. bro. And then smackaroo. Ethan Page, we'll be seeing him this weekend. Going against Drake Daniels. Yeah, he's going to, oh, Ethan boy. Page is going to be looking up at the lights, man. Um, so it, we got tournament matches. I love this. I love how almost every week... They'll literally put a graphic out for Dynamite, and it's like, yes. there's six matches on here and, like, a confrontation between uh, Jericho and Regal. So I think there's three, maybe even four Owen Hart tournament matches. Both of the Jokers will be revealed tonight. Now, as you hear this, it's probably already happened because this is going to drop pretty late on Wednesday. Um, as we're recording, it's already almost 10 o'clock. We haven't watched it yet. Who do you got? Um... I oh, have, you said you got spoiled. I have no comment on the men's. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I, I was hoping, like, I was hoping it's going to be Omega. Um, I could see Cesaro. I could see a returning Miro. I've heard some rumblings about Gargano. And Adam hasn't made a facial expression to any of those, so I'm starting to think that none of those are them. You're going to have to talk um, to me when we get to the women's. Okay. Who, okay, women's. All I can think of is like Candice LeRae or Athena or Ember Moon, as she was known. I could see Ember Moon. I, like I saw a lot of people saying that Maki Ito, that wrestled for AEW a lot during the summer, she even tagged with like Britt Baker. Because, but whoever it is, that's the weird thing about this. The both of these jokers, one's going up against Samoa Joe, one's going up against Britt Baker. So it's like, yeah, yeah I can't see them losing. Correct. Which makes it fun, right? Yeah, so like that that makes me think it's going to be a little bit of a lower tier guy, or like a one out, yeah. yeah. Or they're going to flat out fucking win, like. It, it. But I hate that formula. I hate that formula that AEW uses. It's like okay, Ruby Soho is going to be the the wild card or whatever it was in that women's battle royal that we saw it all out, and she just went. It's just like that's so overdone. Bringing True. in the ex WWE guy and or where's gal, she at right and now? They win. Where's Ruby at right now? Eh, she you know I mean? defeated Riho in the Owen Hart tournament on Rampage. She's, she's on still away. Yeah. She's a she's a runaway. Adam, she'll go wherever she wants. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did you see this shit about Ric Flair wrestling one one last match at Starcast? It's not shit. It's it's confirmed. Oh, I know. Yeah, but um, did you like two weeks ago? You started seeing video surface of him training with Jay Lethal. You saw that, right? In yes. like a garage. Yes, I did. Now he is confirmed. Nature Boy Ric Flair is confirmed. He's going to be having his last match at Starcast Five. Uh, I think it's SummerSlam weekend, Vegas. Um, no, it's, Nashville. It's in yeah, Nashville. Yeah. Money in the banks in Vegas. I picked the wrong fucking week to go to Nashville. I'll tell you uh, that, buddy. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so rumor has it this is not official, but their talk, the talk of the town is Steamboat, right? Is Nature Boy Ric Flair and FTR? Oh, versus yeah, you got Rock and Roll Express 
and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I like that. You can make that work. You can make that work. Um, other than that, I don't have a whole lot that hit my radar. Tony Khan, I guess I confirmed that trios titles have been already produced for AEW. Okay. Un- unclear how they're going to be revealed or whatever. I hope we get a tournament, but I hope that tournament is a few months from now, you know, after things settle yeah, don't down. Don't cloud it now, especially with the ROH, man. It's tough to go. Who's the Joker against fucking Samoa Joe? He's like, that motherfucker is the ROH, what is it, TV champion? or like Samoa, yeah. Don't forget that we still have I'd ROH. Be cool if it was like Gresham. You know, something. You know, uh, yeah. It, I, I guess I want to know what are we doing with ROH? I saw they, up, they uh, debuted a shitty looking logo. A new uh, shitty looking logo. So I think I saw that too. That. Um, it did not look no, like yeah. It didn't. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, Water City Wrestling Con. I can't put that shit over enough. It Fuck is yeah. sold out. Oshkosh, Wisconsin, this Saturday. We have Alistair Black or Malachi Black. Sorry. We got the Godfather. We got Scarlet and Killer Cross. Killer Cross. We got Eric Bischoff. Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Uh, I know I'm missing somebody. Dan Housen. Brian Myers. Dan Housen. Swaggle. All that jazz. We also have Dork Side of the Ring. We're going to be there. Um, come see us. Come see us. Come say hi to us. We are splitting a table with, I believe. The freak show killer, Salem Crane, Adam. This is news to you. Yeah. And, uh, that, you know, card subject change. Maybe that doesn't happen, but that's Love the, the plan right now. I'm going to bring my pen then. Um, okay. Please come say hi to us. We are going to be, we're going to try to, so we have a Facebook page right now. It's not very active. We are going to be transitioning to a Facebook group. A lot of uh, cool stuff that I do on Facebook with a lot of these wrestling um, whether it be the major wrestling figure podcast or stuff like that, they're all in groups. That way, other people can post. Sure, um, it just seems it seems to be more um, beneficial to everybody. So I am going to I'll keep the page up at least for a while, but I'm going to tr- transition to a Facebook group. So keep yep. your eye out for that. Um, and at the Water City Wrestling Con, I will have a bingo hopper like they had at all the good Royal Rumbles. Um, with some tickets, and if you subscribe to the show or you show me that you are in the Facebook group or you know join the group right there on the spot, right. you're going to get put in the hopper, and we are going to give away your choice of a WWE Mattel Ultimate, either The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that's a big get, man. So, uh, yeah, somebody's going to find us. And I'm going to tell you right now, the only way I'm going to uh, post the name of that winner in the Facebook group, and I'm going to say the name of that winner on the podcast, the one that that will air probably next week. Right. And um, if nobody claims it, then uh, you didn't do your due diligence. You didn't subscribe to the show or join the Facebook group, and um, uh, I'll give that fucking figure to Adam. Oh, I'll take it. (laughs) Uh, Until then, I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. We'll be back with some WrestleCon stories next week. Uh, Survey says. Another one for the good guys. Go watch some wrestling, peeps. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, bigger than breast implants. 
Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.